Hello everybody, <laughs> welcome to the brink as we come to you today for episode 60 of the rebooted, reformatted podcast as we are here today, Monday the 15th of January 2018, I actually uh, remember the date for you this week and we have a very big special Brinkalicious show for you today, plenty of things to get to, regular segments, regular fun things and new people as well. I have a person sitting next to me right now who is shaking her head. She's holding the microphone away from her body. She is completely, utterly scared to even remotely speak into the microphone, which as I hear is actually just a general thing when it comes to Canadians. But if she wants to position the El Microphonio in front of the El Facio, welcome to the brink, the one, the only, Miss Mallory Foster. Hi, Mallory. How are you doing? You, you you can speak. <laughs> is it morning still? Good morning, It Dan. is. Good morning. How are you today, Mallory? I was good until you gave me a microphone. And now you're just going, what the, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I bothering speaking to this thing that's sitting yes. in the vicinity of me? Yes, which correct. is generally what happens to most guests. Um, you are going to be on this show today. You're going to be on other shows potentially in the future. Otherwise, you might just break this microphone and never look at me again. Yeah. Um, But can I just point out to our listeners that you've actually gone back in time to uh, listen to some of our old shows. Uh, A, because I've sort of made you, and B, because you kind of actually have enjoyed them. Am I not mistaken? That is true. I've listened to your best ofs of 2007 and I think half of 2008. And is that how much you just give up on? You just go, oh shit, 2008, this was a bad year. Don't want to listen to it anymore. Oh, I've listened to like maybe two or three from 2008 and it's just just not good, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what the review says on the CD. It says it's not good, Uh, you know, one star. But uh, so you obviously haven't been scared enough, scared off enough that you're still actually you're joining us on the show today, basically. That's true, and I do have answers to the five questions or the five original questions. All oh, right, because you, you're say. trying to put me in my place. The fact that I couldn't even remember what the five no. original questions. It was were. a very sad day for you when you couldn't remember your five questions. I'm old. You've got to remember this oh, yes. that I am a, an old person. So you know, I don't, I barely remember who you are half the time. I call you Valerie most of the time. Yeah, so not okay. Still. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you'll be joining us throughout this. Uh, we're looking forward to it. We've got other things to come. But uh, are you excited to be on the show now? She's giving me a blank face. Look. No, the wrong answer. Uh, no, that's the correct answer, actually. Oh, there we go, then. So, no, you're not excited to be on this show. Is <laughs> that what you're trying so to say? Nervous. All right. Is it, well, I mean, we're live in front of millions of people right now. I know. That's, yes. I have a right to be nervous. Yeah, both our listeners right now are, are mocking you. And just going, oh, who is this Canadian? Yeah, it's making fun of my accent. Yeah, your accent. I say a boot. A boot. She does. She really does, actually. A boot, oot, hills, oot, boot. Is that right? No? She's giving me a look. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll hear from you more in this episode. Thank you for joining us in the introduction. It's a new year, which means that it's a time for new segments, but we're not going to bring you a new segment right now because we're going to bring you an old segment because we love this man so much that we've got to bring him back. It's Nick Chester from New Zealand. Hello, Nick. Happy 2018. Yeah, it's been 2018 for about three months here. You're just so far behind uh, next one. So, yeah. <laughs> congratulations for catching up. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations for being ahead in something for once. It's, uh, it's obviously a good thing for New Zealand. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're here to talk about New Zealand and stuff. I've got a few interesting headlines here which I want to get to. I haven't actually read if they're a good article or not. They're probably just clickbait, but who cares? But... Uh, 
New Year's good, Christmas good. Did you get up to much? Did New Zealand get up to much? I mean, what's a New Zealand Christmas and New Year's like? Oh, I mean, it's um, it's pretty much what you'd expect, you know, from from Kiwis. It's laid back. It's um, you know, everybody having a good time. And um, in traditional Kiwi fashion, it's terrible weather normally. Um, it actually wasn't so bad over Christmas, but then it kind of packed in on the New Year, and we had like a um, a bit of a mini storm happen here. And um, I remember talking a lot about this last year with you around storms. But mm. yeah, we've started off 2018 with a storm. A friend of mine uh, got evicted from her house because it flooded. Um, <laughs> so you know, we're, we're off to a, off to a great start here. Wow. Um, yeah. Welcome back to Stormland. Uh, what what's um, like Hamilton New Year? Is it like a big fireworks display? Is there you know something traditional that you do? I mean, do you just all sit at home and watch? I don't know like the Auckland fireworks because kind of people do it here with the Sydney ones. I mean, kind of what what do you do? Yeah, no, that's it's funny because there's this big thing going on about because Hamilton literally does nothing for New Year's um, <laughs> because it's just a thing that because we're an inland city that nobody wants to be here, like everyone just goes to the beach. Um, so n- absolutely nothing happens here, um, and there's this big thing about should New Zealand have uh, should um, Hamilton have a um, like a, an, a a New Year's event and. Um, I, I just can't imagine anyone ever hanging around for that. The one time I was here for New Year's was um, it, it was pouring with rain again, and um, everyone who was planning on going to the beach had decided to stay home. So like everyone was just out on in the you know in town in Hamilton. It was the most bizarre thing in the world. Wow. Um, but no, for me it was a pretty quiet one. Just caught up with some friends and on their farm. You know, couldn't get more Kiwi than that. New Year's on the farm. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was good. Do they do they have like a big TV deal about like uh, the Auckland fireworks or something? Oh, I think Auckland's a bit of a big thing. Um, I mean, it's certainly not like Sydney or you know um, Times Square or anything like that. But I think if you if you really want to go anywhere where there's fireworks and stuff like that happening, then Auckland's a place. But you know, every little tin pot town has to have fireworks in New Zealand just to you know kind of pretend that they're important. Hmm. Interesting. I, I never see like because I know you guys obviously are a bit ahead of us. Clearly, as we just established, so you guys celebrate New Year's before we do, but um, by two hours at least. But uh, yeah, when they kind of show like what, how the world celebrated the New Year's, like I very rarely see like this is how New Zealand did it. Um, yeah, I think the only time it, it was a big thing for us was at the Millennium because we were like the first place to see the New Year, you know, like the the first light of the New Year. Mm-hmm. So I remember that big thing in two thousand. But but generally speaking, nobody cares about us, um, which is fine. Uh, now these headlines that I found. Um, the three headlines, and I want you to choose one of these to start with. Uh, we have Kiwis explain why New Zealand sucks, followed by <laughs> the most rejected baby names in New Zealand revealed, followed by when will New Zealand finally grow up about boobs? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to, I've straight, I've got to go in with the boobs one straight away. I mean, how can you not? Well, this I believe is a bit of an opinion piece, uh, and obviously this is related to. So you had that music festival where there was what those like two topless uh, women who were, had like what sparkles covering their boobs, and somebody groped the boob, and then she went and hit the guy, and then it's you know sparked a conversation. Um, and this is a long-winded opinion piece, I guess. Obviously, when. Uh, I guess they're trying to go on about it. So if I read some of this, I mean, this is going to be a bit ranty. Um, the groping of a topless woman at the Risen Vines Festival highlights just how retrograde our attitudes to public nudity remain. But Chris and Hall writes for the spin-off, there is a better way. Just look at the European beach. So I'm assuming this is an article about how New Zealand should be like Europeans and walk around with their boobs out. Um, yeah. I mean, was this a big deal over there? This seemed to be a big deal over here about this whole groping of this woman at the New Zealand Music Festival. 
Yeah, I mean, I um, I, I remember hearing something about it, but um, yeah, I mean, groping boobs is, is a, a New Year thing, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what we all do. I thought it was just tradition. Um, no, it's. I mean, it's 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 interesting. Like, I see, I see our our um our, our sexist ways have not changed. In, no, with the exactly. Welcome to twenty eighteen. Uh, I can already get complaints coming in now. I do, I, I do love here. I just want to read kind of the closing bits here of this article. So if you're reading this thinking it would be nice to go to your cousin's summer wedding without having pasty tiger, pasty tiger stripes darting all across your back and chest, please do take this as a sign. Let the girls hang out. Let them bob around in the sea, or at least try it. And if you don't like it, you can put them back in their sweaty polythyrene prisons. Blokes, think about how it feels. Have a warm February breeze on your nips. You take that feeling for granted. Why not take a pillow with you on holiday so you can scream nice rack into it any time you attempted to say it to an actual person? And finally, prudes of New Zealand, if you see a bare breast at your local swimming hole, think of it as a beautiful canary enjoying a brief spell of freedom. And if you can't do that, look down, do a Sudoku and make a sandcastle in the shape of the Holy Cross. Just don't call the cops. Um, <laughs> this is a whole other kettle of fish. I'm not getting into the debates of whether free the nipple and all this sort of stuff because I don't think people would like my opinions on it, to be completely honest. But, um, I mean, for a headline, when will the new, when will New Zealand finally grow up about boobs? It's clickbait and it worked, didn't it? I clicked on it. You did, yeah. So, um, mission accomplished, I suppose. Let's move to a safer topic where we won't probably get into trouble for being sexist. To the most rejected baby names in New Zealand. Um, all right. So, we can find the top New Zealand baby names, but this is according to tvnz.co.nz. The annual roll call of rejected names has been revealed with Royal Prince and Princess being among the most common rejected names over the past six years. Royal New Zealand officials have rejected Royal... uh, Sorry, RNZ reports officials have rejected Royal 27 times, Prince 24 times, and Princess 11 times. Names will be refused if they resemble an official title or ranked, use numbers or symbols, or were excessively long. I'm often refused into places because I'm excessively long. Uh, Registered General... (laughs) Had to go there. Uh, So basically, these are names that are... So what else have been rejected? Um, 43 names, including... Legion King, Prince Pahata, Idawa Queen, and Triple M, which is short for Mighty Mongrel Mob. Um, and there were other names that were rejected because of Roman numerals and also the use of a dot within the name. <laughs> what? Is that like somebody's like dot com or like a, a hashtag... <laughs> great or something well legitimately there was a kid called hashtag wasn't there i think that was in the media um (laughs) i just like i'm indifferent about this like what right is there for people to say what you can and can't name your baby like don't call your baby like cunt that's dumb but like if you want to call your baby princess i mean that's not the worst name i've ever heard let's be honest people like didn't when is paltrow and chris martin call their kid apple i mean come on (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've um, uh, for the sake of privacy, there's there's a great name that I, I can tell you off here that uh, uh, my my mum heard about because she's a nurse. Um, but uh, for privacy's sake, I won't say it here. But it, it is great. But yeah, I mean, we, I've heard some some weird ones like um, somebody wanted to call their kid Four Real, so like Four R E A L, like, and they weren't allowed to do that because you know, they have a number in the name. Like, seriously, I mean, that that kid as soon as they turn eighteen, they're changing their name by deed poll. You'd think. And the thing that's kind of you've got to think about it is that 
these kids will never be able to find their names at like Disneyland and you know on those like you know things like that. But having said that, it's yeah. probably the opposite. In thirty years' time, you're never going to be finding a Nick and a Ben because everyone's going to be no, called freaking like Hell Yeah and Ladasha and yeah. Apple and yeah. whatever. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But like there are there are countries where I think it's Iceland's one of them. Uh, I was informed recently that Morocco I think is another one where they like have a, a set list of names that you can only choose from. Um, and I think like in Iceland, it's at least like a thousand. Uh, and I don't know what the Morocco deal is. And I think there's an, I think Sweden or one other Scandinavian country might do it, but like, yeah, there's legitimately like a thousand list name list of names you have to choose from. Um, which it's just, it's just fascinating. Like at the end of the day, it's your bloody kid. Like as long as it's not a swear word or, you know, like even wasn't there somebody I think wanted to call their kid Nutella. And basically, Ferrero or whoever makes Nutella was like, no, that's a breach of copyright. And it's like, well, if anything, that's great. Call a kid, you know, Nutella. That's probably good advertising for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway, thanks. Uh, that, that one. And the final one here. Kiwis explain why New Zealand sucks. <laughs> uh, all right, so this is from the New Zealand Herald. Uh, so let's go here. New Zealand, a land of beaches, mountains, beauty, and the friendliest of welcomes. Think again. While many people around the world believe New Zealand is one of the best places to live, a number of Kiwis have attempted to debunk this theory. Residents have slammed our country, responding to a Reddit thread asking for advice on where Aotoa Ro- I can never say that word, you know what I'm saying, is as idyllic as it seems. Can I just point out, I hate... This is like... This is what's wrong with journalism on the internet. That legitimately on slow news days... And news.com.au does this. They, like, troll Reddit for news stories. Like, this is, like, legitimately uh, a source of what should be a case. Reddit is just a, a forum. Like, can they not go to, like, the, um, I don't know, the the bondage.com forum and there's a random post on there about, oh, what I love about New Zealand. Like, what logic does Reddit have as a source for a news article? Um, anyway, yeah. what's wrong with your country, Reddit user Taron wrote, following an explanation of how amazed he and his wife were at New Zealand's beauty during a recent holiday. Uh, long story short, we want to move there, so please convince me not to. Tell me the worst things about the place, things that might convince me that maybe it isn't as wonderful as we think, the post read. Taron was flooded with messages from Kiwis, wasting no time in dishing out why they think New Zealanders isn't all it seems. While a number of people offered friendly advice, others decided to apply a bit of humour. Uh, so somebody wrote, consumer goods are expensive because we're tiny and isolated. Every year, one child from each electorate has to travel to Renui and fight in the Hunger Games, one person wrote. Uh, tra- Travelling to other countries is expensive because we're tiny and isolated, another wrote. Mutton Bird 1 wrote, weed ain't legal here and quality ain't much better. Uh, another said, the locals, are, the locals are often unsure if they're a bird, a fruit, or a person. Uh, I get it, because of Kiwi. I, I understand that. Uh, I mean, what would you say? Why shouldn't people move to New Zealand, Nick? Um, because um, it's great that there's not many people here, and we don't want more people here. That sounds like the most Donald Trump thing I've, I think I've ever said. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, one of the things I love about New Zealand is that, you know, last week I was, you know, walking my dogs on the beach, and there was about three other people there, so like in the middle of summer, there's like nobody around. Um, it's that's really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, what makes it cool is that nobody nobody's here, and so we don't need more people here. So um, that's my um, my uh, Donald Trump statement of the week, I guess. Well, 
there's a few serious ones here. So some persons that said like, oh, child abuse, homelessness, and suicide of youth are way higher than they should be. And then somebody else has said, poor housing, a lack of arts, rampant anti-intellectualism, non-existent work ethic, bad wages, and insanely expensive food. Um, I mean, a positive to me to move to New Zealand is it's close to Australia, so you can come across here. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, and all that stuff is, is probably true to a degree. Um, one of the things that was really interesting, when I was a student, I had um, a, a girl from Sweden that was living with us, um, and um, she she used to complain about how cold the house was. And I was like, well, you come from Sweden. Like, how can it be cold? And she's like, because they insulate their houses over there, you know. And like here, our houses are really poorly made. So in winter, it's really cold. Um, so, yeah, some of that stuff's definitely true. I found the Reddit post here. If it actually wants to load, I'm guessing there's a lot on here. Um, yep. So these are all... Oh, journalism standard. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Because journalism standard around the world is fantastic, except in New Zealand. <laughs> um, Sorry, all journalists are listening. Yeah, I'm offended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the good ones. What does this one say? You'll be okay as long as you don't move to Auckland. Wellington is much nicer. Uh- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, one of the reasons not to move here, it would definitely not move to Wellington because it's full of people that think Wellington is amazing and they're complete snobs. This one here, which is kind of just backing up something I just said. In the words of a Canadian ex-girlfriend, the only thing the Kiwi passport is good for is easily moving to Australia. Uh- <laughs> 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 what? Somebody's written here, gardens are illegal. <laughs> And somebody, somebody's written reply to this, gardens, as in having flowers or growing vegetables. Why is it illegal? Edit. Never mind. I found the big fake discussion about gardening being illegal. Very funny. Uh- <laughs> right. Well, you've been to award-winning Hamilton Garden, so uh, you, you know that that's not true. I, 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 I quite like that. Here's one of mine for my heart. I have tried every place it offers. Do not expect to find passable poutine in New Zealand. Literally unlivable hellhole. <laughs> Well, because you don't have poutine. (laughs) Somebody replies. So what are you saying is, if I move to New Zealand, I should open a proper Canadian poutinery? Somebody replied, you open a proper poutine joint in a major New Zealand centre, you'll have people lining up to give you money and or oral. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody replied, "Mm, now to figure out a conversation of how much poutine I can exchange for oral. Uh, (laughs) So this is more entertaining than the article itself. Um, a lot of Canadians here talking about it. Somebody replies, orcs. <laughs> That's simply it, orcs. Um, yeah, lots of well, hobbits in New all, Zealand. They all live in Auckland, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's this one say? New Zealand's not as beautiful as you think. We have over 200 rivers and lakes that have been severely polluted by mineral mining. It's not funny. The government here doesn't care about it. Making New Zealand a not-so-clean-and-green country, it's horrible. Plus the fact you can get sunburnt in the shade and indoors because of a very thin ozone layer. And you can't forget about the earthquakes. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, this is the best one. This, this wins. Uh, I'm an expat, and people are always asking me why I don't live in New Zealand. It's mainly because if I want to, I can go to Paris for the weekend. What? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, I guess that, I guess that speaks to the fact that we're quite isolated. So, I mean, that definitely is one of those things. It's like you know, we don't get big um, like concert tours come here all that often. Like you know, your favourite band might come here once every four years, and they'll come to Auckland for one show, which could be in the middle of the week. 
Um, so, and you know, like if you want to go on a holiday to an exotic location, um, Australia's maybe not going to cut it, uh, depending on what part you want to go to. Not saying anything about Darwin, but yeah, uh, but but anyway, um, if, uh, but you know, if you if you want to go somewhere that's a bit more exotic, then you've got to pay quite a lot of money to get there. You know, so yeah, I I, I get what that guy's saying, but um, my desire to go to Paris for the weekend doesn't make me want to move halfway across the world just so I can do that. Somebody wrote here. Some of the birds smell like old violin cases. It's terrible. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Old violin. Oh my god. Um, anyway, this is this is interesting. Um, it's, it's a fascinating thing, though. Like it's kind of it's one of these weird things um, when it comes well, down I to. I can it. maybe give you a good a good reason to come here if if we want to move on to sure. another news up I found, which is one I, I I should have mentioned this one at the top, which is um, basically you know like we're talking about New Year's Eve and all that kind of stuff. And um, one place where New Year's Eve is quite big here is in the Coromandel, which is um, you know kind of a, um, a peninsula that's uh, not too far away from Auckland. So a lot of people go there and, and celebrate at the beach for Christmas and uh, and New Year. And anyway, um, there's obviously quite strict um, liquor laws that you know just to control violence, get lots of people you know descending into a small place that's not really equipped for it. In fact, you being you've actually been to the Coromandel um, when we went to Fongamataa and had fish and chips at the beach. That oh, was yes. in the Coromandel. Um, so anyway, yeah. So basically, there's you know really strict liquor laws and there's liquor bans everywhere over that period. Like, so you can't have like open containers of alcohol on the street during that time just because it causes problems. So anyway, um, the headline for this one is New Year's revelers build sandcastle in an estuary to avoid the liquor ban. So these guys spent like hours during low tide like building this massive sand fort and put like a picnic table and an esky full of full of um, beer like uh, and, and then when it got to high tide, they just sat out there and claimed they were sitting in international waters so nobody could come. <laughs> could come and arrest them so they spent like hours building this thing just so they could drink in public it's like that is the most kiwi thing i can ever think of that's awesome and the best part of this like the mayor was basically like that's awesome i love it that's what i love about the coromandel and the police were like well we didn't even know about it so <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like they completely wasted their time but it was still awesome and it got them news coverage i like that that international waters excuse um that's kind yeah. of funny um wow Good on you, New Zealand, for being New Zealand. There you go. I like it. Um, yeah, well, I think unless you got anything else that you want to mention, no? You're all good? Well, I, I, well, just one other thing, which is just a really random thing and not New Zealand related at all. But if, if our listeners want a laugh this week, then I suggest that they go onto YouTube and look up um, scientifically accurate um which is basically like a whole bunch of these little music video clip like cartoons, which are like a scientifically accurate take on your favorite cartoons from a kid like Ninja Turtles and Spider-Man and um, DuckTales. And they're hilariously weird. And I just I stumbled over them in the last week and was pissing myself laughing. So if I know our listeners, I think that they'll enjoy them as well. So go and check them out. So they were scientifically accurate cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm writing that down because that sounds funny. Um, all right. Well, good recommendation. Uh, Nick, thank you as always. And, uh, we'll get you back on again to talk all things New Zealand once again soon. I look forward to it. We've already established that Canadians like to apparently appear in the show. We don't have, uh, Colin for his segment this week, but I've actually got a real life Canadian in person still. Uh, you heard her in the beginning. She's here in the middle. Uh, it's Mallory. Hello, Mallory. Welcome back. Thank you. Ben. I don't know. I have to say ben. welcome back. You were on this episode already. <laughs> yeah. Um, still here. You're still here. Yes. So you said you didn't like it, but apparently you've just stuck around. 
Is that what you... Was that a question or a statement? I, I really couldn't tell you. Okay. I couldn't tell you. But... Um, this is against my will, which is why yeah, I'm still here. I'm podcast raping you, basically, yes. by that forcing you to talk. Right. Yes, the, that's, that's what we're best known for, podcast rape. Hashtag me too in the podcast world. Um, why was I not warned about this? Well, because, you know, I, uh, w- who warns people? Hi, dear person, I'm going to rape you. Be aware of it soon. <laughs> That's... Why do I have my mouth half the time? But... My, I don't know what I was going to say. You were going to answer the questions. So we're going to do that after. But I, I want to talk to you first about uh, why you're in our country, basically. Because you are in Australia right now. That, that is correct. This is the first time I've ever interviewed a Canadian that wasn't... No. Hang on. No. Yeah. It would be the first time I've ever interviewed a Canadian in Australia. No, that's not correct. But it's one of the, the first female Canadian I have interviewed in Australia, I think. But <laughs> I'm I, not I'm, sure if I should feel important or not. Well, you, you are important. Sure. Can I, can I say this. you're the first Canadian that I've interviewed in my house? Yes. On on a podcast that that works better, doesn't it? Do you think so? Yeah. Um. So why why are you in our country? Why are you in Australia? Well, it was on a list of countries, right? And so I'm an au pair right now, which is basically like a live-in nanny kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um. And I had a list of countries, and this family emailed me and said, "Hey, we like your profile. You should." Come and live with us, and I did. And the rest is history. Pretty much. So what were the other countries on the list? Uh, Switzerland and France were on the list. Right. Good choice, avoiding at least one of those. There were a few other countries that I could not tell you off the top of my head. Were they all in Europe, or were they spread across the world? Like oh, Burkina I think Faso? New Zealand might have been on the well, list. Well, you dodged that bullet. <laughs> I think it was Europe, you guys, and New Zealand. That sounds about right. Right. So, you, do you go on a website and basically fill in a profile, say, yeah, Sup, like, I'm Mallory, I want to be an au, au, au picture pair. Picture your Facebook profile. Right. It's basically exactly like that. And you tick which countries you wish to, yeah, to be in. Um, I think that you're only supposed to choose five countries, but you can like somehow make more, but it's like suggested that you choose five or something, I don't know. And do you put them in order of preference? No. Okay. So if like, you know, Pierre Jean Frog in France had been like, bonjour, come and look after my children, uh, do you get to choose between like France or Australia or do you have to like... Yes. So the way that the website that I personally used works, um, you basically like, I create my profile and then once my profile is created, I can also look at other families like all the families profiles that match my criteria per se and then i can also email them and say hey i'm interested in working for you or they like they can do the same thing and look so at you can contact people yes say- i can talk, contact people and they can contact me so the site that i used was free for like the au pairs but the families pay for it right and so can like do you, how do you choose then? Like, do, did you message any families or did you just wait for people? I mean, were you after like super rich people? Were you after certain parts of the country? I mean, did you have a, or did you just wanted to get a job basically? I just wanted to get a job. You just basically. wanted to get a job. Okay. That was a very difficult question. Well, I ask one at least every couple of weeks. So, oh, you know, you, you face the brunt of it this week. Yeah, I feel so, so special. So when they reach out to you, are they like, hey, what's up? Well, my host mom here sent me a very long email when she first, um, reached out to me and it basically said hey we've looked over your profile we really like it and we would love for you to come 
stay with our family essentially in a lot more words than that she is a talker holy <laughs> she listened to this show do you reckon if i <laughs> no one no. listens to this show <laughs> um so so you get your first person uh you you it all goes through now do they offer the same rate like do some families pay more no. or do they have to pay you like the same amount it's the family sets their rate kind of idea i think so basically if your family right now are like hey here's what you're going to get but pierce and whatever his name was in france offered you like a lot more money you could be like well fuck you australia i'm going to france totally and but you then have to pay for yourself to get here and all that sort of stuff or do yes. they pay for you to get here so okay the website I went through, like, I paid my fare to get here, but some families will pay their au pairs' fares, I guess. Um, there's also, oh, what are they called? Um, agencies. Right. So, being an au pair is very, very popular with Germans. Like, basically every other au pair I know is a German girl. Um, and they all go through agencies, which I think is super weird. And they're... No, no, can I just stop you for a second? Really complicated. Agencies. That sounds a bit sus to me. Like, are they expected to provide extra services on the side as agencies? No? Was that offensive? Move on. Continue answering the question. I don't remember what the question was. I don't even know if there was a question. Perfect. Uh, that's generally what will happen on the show. Uh, I believe there's a question in there somewhere. But I'll usually make a pretty inappropriate joke and then pretend that I'm funny and then make You're people not, listen to the best of 10 years later <laughs> <laughs> to see if anybody gets my humor that's probably quite dated. So, okay, so you are with this family. How long, does it, how, how long are you here for? Like, how long does the job last for? Do they say, we want you forever? How long am I here for? Or how long does the job last Let's for? Let's go with how long does the job last for? Um, I'm here for six months with this family. Mm-hmm. Most of, so I am their ninth girl i think wow yes um they like their girls <laughs> Stop. well i mean that wasn't meant to be inappropriate you <laughs> took it that way anyway <laughs> um you're fitting well into this show <laughs> <laughs> i yes i'm the ninth um and most of them have been here for six months. I'm here for six months. I think that there's been two in the history that were three months. Does that not feel a little bit like... I would assume if I'm good, right? If you're a good or pair, which I'm sure you are. You love kids. But, like, surely they, if they really like you, could they just not keep you on longer? Yes. But, like, wouldn't you... Aren't you offended that they're like, oh, no, we're going to find another girl? No, because... <laughs> okay, yes... They could keep me on longer, but no, they can't at the same time. So the typical visa that a Canadian at least will get coming to this country and basically every other au pair I know as well, um, is the working holiday visa subclass 417. Very specific. I like it. Um, And basically it stipulates that you can work under one employer for six months, but you cannot work under the same employer for more than six months. Does that make sense? Interesting. That's weird. So, with my job specifically, it's easy. Like, I could stay with this family for a year. They pay me cash. No one would know the difference. Government does not listen to this podcast. You can say whatever you like. Hello, Malcolm. It's our Prime Minister, if you Oh, okay. I really did not understand that. Okay. Um, Don't worry. We go through them quite quickly. Even if you learn his name today, there'll be a different one tomorrow. It's perfect. Ours doesn't have as nice as ours as yours, so it's all good. Yes. Ours is very pretty. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so because of the visa stipulations, I won't work for them for more than six months. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So what? 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 I mean, this is probably a question you don't know the answer to. But why are you not allowed to stay in the job for six months? That's a bit weird. Like, is that just when you first arrive here, and then I guess if you do really well, then you can what go to level three C or whatever above four C? You don't know the answer to that question. I don't know the answer. Right. That That's fine. I ask questions. Question. That I assume. I assume know. that it's. Like, it's just the visa. Like, there are working visas that you can get, but they're just, like, harder to get and have a lot more Okay. stiff. So, you live with them. They provide you accommodation. And as an au pair, or, au pair, <laughs> or it's, it's a French thing. I don't do the French stuff. Do you... So, what do you have to do for them? You have to, like, look after the kids, drive them to school, cook them dinner. Basically, you're their slave, essentially. Essentially, yeah. But they pay you well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hesitate. Yeah. Okay, so I am really lucky because I am with a super great family who understands how it works. And Well, you're their ninth girl. I'd assume it know how they work. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> um, but it's different with every family right. I'm finding, or at least I'm finding out. And mm, that might not be true. Most families, the girls are slaves. Like... Most of my friends work seriously 40 to 50 hours a week, and it's wow. insane. And I don't understand how they do that. Sometimes, like, a few of my friends are paid more than me. Actually, the girl who normally works 50 hours a week is paid a lot more than me. But in that same breath, like, I don't think that she has equal opportunity as I have living with this family to experience the country and the culture because she's working so much and she's just so tired when she's not working that she's like, I don't even want to go out. Um, but for me personally, I have three kids, so they're 10, 12 and 14. And I really like that because they're old enough to take care of themselves and just like handle themselves. Not at all. I could not do little kids. No, thank you. Um, and so I drive. So the two younger ones the 10 and the 12 year old are both boys and they go to the same school and then the eldest girl goes to a separate school so the girl takes the bus to school and it works for her i don't know um i drive the boys back and forth to school so i drive them to school in the morning bring them home after school if they have any like sport after school or sometimes i think one of them might have music i'm not sure um then if it's a school sanctioned event and they stay late after school then i'll just pick them up late from school or i'll drop them off if it's like a uh, cricket, what would it be called if it's not school cricket league? Uh, mm-hmm. Club, club cricket. cricket. Um, then I'll drop like the middle child. He has cricket at like five o'clock, like three times a week, and so I'll drop him off there. Um, but I don't have to do the pickups. The parents do the pickups from the after school activities. So like, yeah, it goes for I think an hour from five to six. So I drop him off there at like about five to five, and then his mom will go and pick him up at six, and I don't have to. Um, and I cook dinner for them five days a week. So I only work Monday to Friday though. Um, I think if I really tally my hours, I work probably less than fifteen hours a week, which. <laughs> Is nothing. Sounds like a pretty decent job. And yet you're allowed to yep. fly around the country and meet random Tasmanians. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, yeah, so this is in flexible. Adelaide. We should mention this is in Adelaide. Yes. Uh, which I don't know if I said at the top when you, so. you were there. Um, what is the rate of girls who come to this country to do all pair work, stay for a day, and then just basically bugger off and do a runner? Because they've... <laughs> 
they found an excuse to get into the country and then just abusing the visa. I don't know if that's a thing or not. I don't know if you've thought about doing that. Like, I don't understand the question. Well, like, as in they fly here, they get the job, so it looks good in their visa application. and you're It's just, not on your visa application. Well, well, never mind, then the joke fell flat. Um, <laughs> can boys do it? Yes. Or is this a sexist industry? This do we need to start a hashtag okay. MeToo campaign? Uh, sexist in- industry, I think yes, but guys can do it. Um, it's just, I have not met a single au pair who is a man. Hmm. Um, one of my friends said that there was one here a few months back, but again, like they've only met one. Um, it's one of those industries, I guess, where it's it's implied that it's female, but men can do it. Yeah, and I've heard like good things about male au pairs. It's just not common. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like real stipulation is age. You have to be between eighteen and twenty-five. So I'm too old. Yep. Not that I'd want to do it anyway. I'm sorry. Like respect to your industry and all, but My I industry. Would, well, I mean, you're. Uh, what do you even call yourself? Do you just call yourself an au pair, like an au pairite, or? Or Peretti, or I don't know. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know where that question was going. Uh, do you like it? Yes, is the correct answer to that question. Now, what is the honest answer to that question? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes the kids get on my nerves. Not that I spend that much time with them, but sometimes they get on my nerves. I'm not a big kid person. I don't really like kids, which is slightly ironic considering my current profession. Well then, okay. Well, on that then, if you don't like kids, you don't like that, is, is all pair just, I guess, a stepping stone for you to be able to go to another country and work? As in, I know a lot of people here in Australia, for example, it's very common for uh, us to apply for summer camp work in the US. That's a big thing. And also, uh, which I've told you, a lot of people will go and work in the ski fields in Whistler yes. uh, near not that far from where you're from in Canada. So it's... All of our ski instructors at home are Australian. Yeah. I've known uh, at least three people who have done that. So I guess is that like a a good ticket to come and work in the other side of the world? I mean, were there other options besides all pair work that you could have done? I think for me, it was kind of my way of getting out of Canada. But now that I'm here and doing it, I don't think that it was completely necessary. I think that For me, it was, like, a safety blanket Mm -hmm. in coming here that, yes, I will have income and I will be okay and, like, have a place to stay. But I think that I would have been fine had I not done this. And, yeah. So, are you going to stay in this country? Or are you, like, you don't know yet what's, like... The question I should be, have you fallen in love with this great country of ours down under? Yes, I don't want to leave. But... But I don't know if... You don't know what you're doing. I Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing at all. But, so, that, um, yeah, good way to put it. On the wider spectrum of things, though, you mentioned cricket. You mentioned, I mean, sad little things I know that you're learning when you're here. Uh, like I mean, your language that is not the English language? No, well, this is coming from a country that also associates their language very closely to your southern neighbours, which often doesn't relate to the proper English language. Um, we're more associated with the English language. So you're yeah, technically but you guys the ones. Well, we're yet, just, we're a unique English. breed. We're, we're a good country. Uh, you, I mean, you've discovered cricket. You're a unique breed. We're a unique breed. <laughs> <laughs> what did you What did you think of Australia before you even came here? Were you thinking like, oh, yeah, we're just going to die from spiders and shit and uh, Steve Irwin? Essentially, yeah, like warm country, nice beaches, lots of deadly animals. Yeah. That was everything I knew about Australia. And have all of those lived up to expectations? 
have you died yet from being bitten by an animal? Yes, I have, actually. And it's the same yep. thing to do in this, this country. This is my second life. Yeah. Um, Only your second. I'm I on know. my fifth. Oh, look at that. Yeah, if you don't die at least three times in the space of two years, you're not really Australian. No. Thanks for the warning. You're welcome. So, cricket? cricket. Yay or nay? Uh... <laughs> Undecided still. It Undecided. is a weird sport. You're about to go and see one live tonight. That is true. And uh, if anything lived up to expectations of your tennis experience a few days, oh, you must be very let's excited. Let's not talk about our tennis experience, please. <laughs> well, we got to eat a burger. Yes, that's true. The burger was very good. Yes, it was very nice. Um, there were fries. The fries were good, those, too. Those were decent. Um, chips. The, Sorry, the you chips. guys say chips. <laughs> and jumper. 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 And um, yeah, we've established a few other words. Um, to cricket, I showed you a brief snippet of Australian rules football, which again is more of a game that you have to see, I think, in person to to get it. Yes. But I mean, we're not so you're not the biggest sports fan, but you're adaptable. Yeah, you like to at least experience it. Being Canadian, obviously, our listeners assume you're into hockey, but you again real hockey, not field hockey. So this is yes, ice hockey. Of course, as we would call it Real to Australia. Hockey. Real hockey. I'm converting you into the team that you need to go to slightly to the right of um, where your franchise no, is. No, he is incorrect for <laughs> anyone listening. If you need to follow a hockey team, the Vancouver Canucks are the way to go. Mm. Calgary is not good. Not good, Calgary. No. Yeah, just, just guys, just go to NHL.com and look at the standings right now and see who's probably going to okay, make the playoffs. if and... you're going to look at the standings, <laughs> then I am completely wrong. But, uh... Seven in a row today we won again, so... Uh, My team has never won no, the Stanley Cup. Never. I You've only just twice. learned this. Calgary's only won it once. A couple of days ago. So. Um, but hockey is a Canadian sport. Very Canadian. Real hockey, not field hockey. I don't know if field hockey... No, field hockey is you, an English you, sport. Um... You do have a team. I think you've played in the Olympics before. I've seen. We probably suck. Uh, well, you're not that good. Uh, yeah, that is what <laughs> but, I just said. I mean, said. on the flip side of that, we're not that good at ice hockey. We are like in Division Three of the World Championships. We hold a record in the world for. Oh, here's a fact for you can take home to Canada. Australia hold a world record when it comes to ice hockey. We have the record for the highest ever win in ice hockey. We beat New Zealand like fifty-eight nil in like the fifties. <laughs> so. I think we also hold the distinction of being beaten the highest in the Olympics. <laughs> we did make the Olympics once in like the sixties, and I think I don't know if you guys beat us or somebody beat us about thirty nil in the Olympics. So, you know, there's that. That sounds uh, right. So, my hey. country is that of winter sports. Your country is that of summer. Is it though? Well, I just assume that you guys. Well, I mean, we we will win. We are expected to win a couple of medals at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> like, I mean, g- generally, I grew up. If we won a bronze medal, it was like Celebration Central. Like, the one athlete that would win a bronze medal, they'd come home. And be, Holy fuck, we're so good. That's like you guys in the Summer Olympics. You win a bronze medal. Yay, we won a bronze medal in the Summer Olympics. We're amazing. We're good at something in the Rowing. Summer Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Gymnastics. Maybe. Um, canoeing. Canoeing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hey, canoeing. Penny Alexiak's pretty awesome. She won. You don't know who that is. How no do I know who that is, is and you don't know? She was like a 16-year-old swimmer who won, like, I think, Four medals? I'm pretty sure you like Canada more than I like I do, Well, I mean, what am I wearing right now? Yeah, Canada t-shirt. Yeah, Andre de Grasse. You know who Andre de Grasse is? Sprinter, basically second in the world to a same bolt. He's going to be at the Commonwealth Games. And... Never mind. You know who Wayne Gretzky is? I do know who that is. <laughs> Are you sure? Actually, I know someone who was like neighbors with him growing up and played ice hockey like on a pond with him growing oh, up. Well, there you go. Yeah. I know 
somebody who saw a Hugh Jackman movie. Um, <laughs> Is that me? I don't know. Have you seen a Hugh Jackman movie? I have. You haven't seen Star Wars, so I don't know what you've seen and haven't seen. <laughs> don't bring that up in public. Um, what else can I ask you here? Because I think we'll come back for another segment. I'll ask you just our five questions and emergency questions and stuff. Um, Tasmania. What do you think of Tasmania? It's a little island. Yes. South of Australia. It's actually part of Australia. It's a state. Little known. Yes. <laughs> Second oldest state, if you want to be technical. It has the oldest bridge in Australia. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> Good job. The oldest theatre in Australia. We drove past that. Yes, that was also very The oldest exciting. podcast host in Australia. Hello, <laughs> that's me. Um, Tasmania. Tasmania, Tasmania. Do you like it? Yes, but... Oh! <laughs> See your Yelp review? Tasmania! I like it, but... Um. Oh, she's dying. <laughs> just just bear with her at the moment. She's got the Tasmanian flu. Um, yeah, it's great, except... it. No, it's just like very different from what you picture Australia being. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, the East Coast is... Blue water and white sand beaches. Um, but then you get to like a cradle mountain the kind of place or even like Mount Wellington and Hobart. It just reminds me of home. Like it's like foresty and cold and... Eh. We're a... Um, there is a term for it. Sub something climate. Sounds fucking something. pretty great. Yep. I great. mean like it was 18 degrees was the high yesterday and it's the middle of summer. Yeah. We were wearing jumpers. And it was snowing Jumper. in Tasmania yesterday. Um, yeah, it's global warming, right? Isn't that the excuse that people give it? I, I really don't know. Um, cool. All right. Well, we will come back and ask you the questions. You can school me on the five that I don't even know. Um, and then we can keep chilling like a villain. Is that all right with you? That is all right with me. We'll see what we're talking about. Okay. Time for me to press a button and be able to do this. go back in time with a flashback we've got two for you today to close out our best of 2015 because that's what we want to do in order to move on to another best of uh we're gonna have a five question segment here with then win television newsreader peter hughes uh who pretty much became one of our last guests i believe ever at least in our radio version of the brink so here are the five questions that we put to peter hughes back in 2015 all right question number one Righto, let's go ben. peter hughes the man who reads the news what is your favourite type of cheese? Don't eat cheese. Don't eat cheese. Is, no. Is it, don't like it? Can't eat it? Uh, no, lactose intolerant. There you go. That's that's an appropriate answer. But if I was, blue vein. Blue vein. Very popular choice, blue vein. It smells like feet. Yes, not not the best smell, but um, the taste <laughs> is what matters, I think. So. Yes. Okay, that's one question. That's one down, four to go. Question number two. When it comes to Toilet paper, are you a folder or a scruncher? I've, I've seen this question asked of various people over the years, and I ask myself why. <laughs> but let me answer by saying a folder. folder. What does that mean if you're a folder, Ben? Well, uh, when you partake in activities in the bathroom, you would fold the toilet paper 
before using it instead of scrunching it. Um, yeah, that's right. But, I mean, what does it say about me? It means you're a very intelligent man, uh, Peter, because I'm also a folder. Indeed. So, um, Ah, yes. well, I've got something in common. <laughs> yes. That's good. Hey, question two, that's great. These are not bad, actually. Right. Quite, uh, quite amusing. I thought it would be heavy political content about Never. the latest machinations in Kazakhstan. I don't even know what that means, Peter. This is the brink, not the ABC. <laughs> Come on, you're on Edge Radio here now. Like... <laughs> I'm not Rick Goddard. You know, like, what's going on here? Uh, question number... Actually, you sound a bit like him. Oh, really? Without the Kiwi accent. We share the but same there birthday. Go. There's a fact. We're both March what? 18 boys. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Random well, fact. many happy returns. Thank you very much. Uh, for March the 18th. Yes. A bit early, but I'll take it. I'll remember that on my birthday. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> question Good number man. three. Gr- number three. Growing up, what was your dream job? Ah, uh, now I can answer that with... Um, Without even thinking, this, this what you're doing. was my first choice. There you go. Being on radio, uh, being in the media, and, and thereby being on radio, uh, you know, moving to uh, television to the next uh, to the next level. My f- late father was a wireless operator in the Second World War. My grandfather, uh, on my mother's side, was uh, interested in uh, radio. He was a bit of a DX. He used to build his own equipment, listen to shortwave radio from overseas. Um, that was always my first career choice. My second career choice was a spook. A spook? Ooh. Being a spy. Wow. For ASIO, ASUS, uh, or uh, MI5, <laughs> MI6. Probably couldn't get into there because I wasn't a British national. But uh, <laughs> that was my second career choice. It would have been great. Yeah. And the third career choice was, you'll never guess, Bus driver. A bus driver. <laughs> wow. Wow. And if we had trams, yep. uh, and, and fingers crossed we get those trams that have been restored and are sitting in the shed out in the northern suburbs back on the line mm-hmm. from North Hobart down to the waterfront, uh, I would have been a tram driver. There you go. Well, once they do get them up and running, you're going to be the same to the people that win. Bye, I'm off to be a tram driver. <laughs> well, look, uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a long time. If it ever happens, which is a shame, <laughs> yeah. because in this city, uh, my understanding is the hooks for the wires are still on the sides of the building. Wow. The, tra- the tram tracks are still under the bitumen. Mm-hmm. They're just bitumen over it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just run them on a weekend or a public holiday, pull them out of the shed and let people go from Federal Street down to the wall yeah. or down to the GPO, which is where they used to stop. Definitely. Anyway. Definitely. They'd yeah. Bring them back. We over. digress. Come on. Question number four. Yeah, the man who tells the news, make it happen. Uh, question number four. Also growing up, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Childhood celebrity crush. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a difficult one. I did probably, uh, well, I probably, well, I was going to say I had grown up, but that's debatable. <laughs> um, I remember, uh, I remember Dana Delaney mm-hmm. in a program called China Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to think she was a very attractive we'll take uh, that. girl. And I think they, the, the theme music to China Beach was just going back a long way was, was the uh, Supremes and Reflections, right. uh, which was a great song, classic song from the 60s. So that would have to be my earliest 
celebrity uh, crush, as you put it, that I can recall. Dana Delaney, Dana China Delaney. Beach. I was going to say, you can sing the Supremes if you really want to, but I mean, you know, if you... <laughs> uh, look, we might uh, leave that there. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> had to try, had to try. I, Come on. I Look, you could play it this morning. <laughs> Why not? We will. There you go. Done. Yes. We'll do that just play for it you. Out. All right. Uh, final Last question. question no. Final question, Peter Hughes. What is your worst habit? Oh, I don't know whether I can share that on radio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out my, then. Uh. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, my worst habit. <sighs> Look, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Uh, my worst habit, oh, goodness me, I like to sleep and be relaxed and well-rested. Mm-hmm. But I think my only... Uh, Look, my only weakness is chocolate. Chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yes. We're talking, you probably can't uh, mention brands, but we're talking about um, some, uh, you know, lovely, um, uh, I think, Swiss chocolate. You can mention brands. This is Edge, not ABC. It's all good. Go for it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, here we go then. Uh, uh, We uh, we like, uh, and I mean that as a royal we, of course, we we like uh, lint chocolate. Yes. And we also like those little Italian bacci chocolates, mm. all dark, of course, and just marvellous. Making me hungry now, Peter. I'm going to have to go get some chocolate. Yes, it's my, only, uh, <laughs> it's my only... It's my only... The only thing that I like to indulge is I don't smoke and I don't drink. And I think they say dark chocolate is good for you. I think it is, yeah. Cause it, and isn't it out of um, milk and white, isn't it technically the better one for you out of the three of them? Or? Yes, something like opens the ventricles yeah. of the heart or something like that. Yeah, that works. You've got some under the desk yes, at night reading look, the news. If it's, <laughs> if it's on the BBC website, yes. it's got to be true. Absolutely. And that's what they say. Interesting, interesting answers. And you're going to hear a little segment here between myself and Sam talking about some superheroes. We're going to sneak up here. We're going to see what we can uh, chat to. Thank you very much. We're just going to squeeze around here. That is some nice dreadlocks. That guy's got a good hairstyle. Bob Marley! <laughs> Bob Marley! <laughs> We've got the flash up here and everything. Are you actually dressed as Bob Marley or is that just yeah, your, no, your hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Just... Yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, let's, um, shall we squeeze down here? I want to, there's, there's Sheriff Woody, and we've got Ghostbusters here as well. Hits the Ghostbuster. We're here to bust, uh, here to bust some ghosts, mate. Uh, end of the day, we're here to clean them all up, so, uh, that's about it, really. See many ghosts around? Heaps of them cleaned them all up, though. Yeah, good. Bunsen Arena's safe from the ghosts. Exactly, and that's what I'm here for. At the end of the day, it's people's safety that's, that's at risk, so. And the cricket's just a bonus that this is going on exactly at the same right. time. Exactly right, they, yeah, so, exactly right. Do, do you think if the Ghostbusters sort of was around today, which you could you are with the hipster beard and everything like that. I mean, it makes it easier to catch. <laughs> I was expecting one of them. Thanks, mate. Yeah, they actually get trapped in my beard. Right. The vacuum's more to storage, and this is where they get sucked into. It isn't a beard. It's actually the souls of ghosts. Souls of ghosts. And Sheriff Woody, do you help with the busting of the ghosts? Yeah, yeah. No, but there's a spit of snake in my beard, though. Had yep. a trick of that all day, mate. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, if you don't do your JSA, then you can't go out and play, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, like we signed those off this morning, got the ticket of approval. Now we're just here chilling in a little bit of killing it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff, mate. Yeah, nah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, nah, just being real, mate. And we've got a North Melbourne player, supporter. 
through. All right, I'm waiting for more. I can add something if you like. Yeah, well, look, go for it. I mean, you know, the, the joy of editing, it's uh, pretty good, actually. We've got the flash in front of us here, too. Like, oh, yeah. Does he just do laps? How many laps of the ground have you done tonight? I've done 35. That's a bit slow for you, isn't it? I thought you would have done at least 100. Uh, I mean, my, yeah, my hip hurts. Right, oh, your hip hurts. So, um, fighting ghosts, getting snake in your boot. I mean, you're just you're surrounded by some good company here with Ghostbusters and Sheriff Woody. It's been a great time. It's been a great time. Pleasure. Yeah, all right. And we've got what have we got around here? We've got some uh, Aladdin princesses and Wonder Woman and everything. And I don't even know. This is like the most eclectic bunch of people dressed up ever. Princess Jasmine, is this who we've got? Yes, I'm Princess Jasmine. Princess Jasmine. And how, how are you doing here hanging out with like superheroes and Ghostbusters and Bob Marley and everything? It's really great hanging out with all these people. Lots of famous people here, lots of celebrities. And do you actually like cricket? I love cricket. I've actually learnt what a four and a six is today. Beautiful. All right. And do you, well, off that, do you think Australia can win? I think Australia can win. Uh, I'm really, really hoping that they do. Right. Have you gotten a favourite player out of this game tonight at all? Honestly, England number 10 looks real good when he runs. <laughs> well, that's good. And we've got more prin- How many princesses? Are you Are you twin sisters? I mean, what's going on yeah, here? we are. Right. Okay. And, and Robin? Yeah. Female Robin? Yeah, of course. Be- better than male Robin? Yes. Male Robin's a bit of a pussy. Yeah. Where's, uh, where's Batman? Uh, yeah. Batman's Batgirl. Oh, Batgirl. Oh, well, hello, Batgirl. Hello, sorry. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, look, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, Gotham, safe tonight, so just having a night off at the cricket? Oh, I'm just hiding from Batman. I crashed the Batmobile earlier. I'm a divorce, so... And Superman, too. This is just like a superhero's night off. Um, you know, the cricket's secondary. Well, guys, enjoy it. Can we get a big Aussie, Aussie, Aussie at all? Yeah. I'm yeah. Aussie, Beautiful, guys. Enjoy the cricket. Thank you. I think we should get a photo. Sam, if you want to grab a photo of the gang, I feel like they can um, they can all pose. Oh, they don't want to pose. All right, well, they've all got away. We can pose. You can pose. All right. Take a photo. Guys, grab a photo. We'll whack it up on the website. I'm going to jump around here. Take a photo of them. He's uh, getting the camera ready. They're getting that all done. <laughs> The most eclectic bunch of superheroes and characters ever. We've got the Cricket Australia people here up the back even having fun. Done. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the cricket. I think that was pretty standard stuff, really. 2015 for you. That's how we roll. Alrighty. So, we've still got Canadians with us today. Now, we mentioned at the top of the show that Mallory listened has listened to at least one and a half of our best ofs. Are you going to eventually get through all of them? That's my goal. You look so excited. I'm so excited. I know I am excited to listen to the best I will stuff. admit. I it sh- just, it takes a long time and I haven't put them on my iPod yet. I have to say, all respect to you, because when I did give them to you, I literally was like, okay, I'll just listen to bits of this one, listen to the newer ones. And you've literally messaged me. I've started at the beginning. I've started with season one, 2007. I'm like... Dude, you don't have to listen to all of them. You're like, I want to. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I do want to. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's difficult because I haven't put them on my iPod. I'm going to ask you the five questions. Now, I'm going to try to go through the five originals if I can remember them, and then I'll add the, the better ones that kind of improved over these, which you didn't agree with. You didn't like I, I did not like the better ones. I like the original oh, ones. That's why, because you're Canadian. Um, so, the first question, you thought about these, haven't you? Not, okay. Yes, a little bit, but there's... A couple that I'm not entirely sure I have an answer to. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm all of a sudden nervous of these. Question number one. Mallory Foster. Okay, wait. But, like, question number... One of the <laughs> questions I can't really answer. Well, we won't ask you that one. 
because that's a dumb one to ask. If Look, just let me go through these, all right? Number one, what is your favorite type of cheese? Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Yeah, I like like a soft, creamy cheese. Mm. That's good. Now, you, of course, are from the land of poutine. That's true. Now, I've substituted... Oh, was squeaky cheese the right answer because no, I'm Canadian? No, okay. I was going to say to you that because uh, we can't get cheese curds here and I haven't been you know, game enough to make them, uh, the only time I try to make homemade poutine, I use mozzarella and it sort of worked. Yeah, because it has that like creamier tex- texture. Yeah. Hmm. All right, good answer. Now, number two. I don't really have to explain this to you because I'm assuming you've listened to the best of enough to know what I'm going to ask you with this. When it comes to toilet paper, are you I'm a, f- a folder. Folder or a scruncher. I'm a folder. Uh, that is the correct answer. Yes. yes. Intelligent people <laughs> fold. I'm sure you heard me say that 3,000 times correct. on that. Uh, now, okay. So, if we're going really old school here, if we're going OG questions, who is better looking, myself or Anthony or slash Josh? This, I don't so think you've seen Josh. I, I have heard episodes with Josh, but... You are still asking the question if you are Anthony is better looking with Josh, which is weird to me, and I get confused. Second, I do not know what Anthony or Josh looks like. You do know what Anthony looks like. You've seen Anthony. I showed you a post with Anthony. Um, Okay, okay. that does not count. That was years ago, and I'm positive that he does not look like that anymore. He doesn't. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You don't look like the picture that you showed me of you and Anthony. Let's, let's, is that a good or a bad thing? A good thing. Let's go (laughs) quickly on a couple of uh, just brief photos here that I'm just going to show you super, Um, super quickly. Here's the thing. I think that this question I am slightly biased on, and I don't feel comfortable answering. Well, okay, let's go on the question of who's better looking, Anthony or Josh. Because I'm obviously number one. So, how's this? Clearly. All right, so uh, this is kind of, this is, you can't really see his face too much. This is Anthony. This is Anthony. Is this current Anthony? No. (laughs) It's about five years old, Anthony. Okay, can, all right, now just bear with me. This is all live. This is, we could edit this out, but we're not a professional podcast. Okay, let's just... There's that disgusting Band-Aid that's still there. I don't know what it's doing. All right, let me just move. We found a Band-Aid. It um, was a... Yeah, how did that... Time. We don't know where it came from. We've decided it's a used Band-Aid, but we're not entirely <laughs> sure where it came from or what it was is All doing. Right, let's see here. Or whose it was. Okay, here we go. This okay. Is, that is more current Anthony. This is more current Anthony. What yes. does more current Josh... Oh, you're wearing a... Calgary Flames yes. top. Anyway. Is, they're the best. Okay. Right. No, you I need to picture keep that. This. Let me keep Just this. Just don't break it. It's a very precious book. Um, I'm probably going like to sneeze in. Yes, we love the Bible. Now, um, where are we? That's more- also a more current you, but you look funny with that facial hair. Uh, thank you. That's that uh, sweater, that woolly sweater that I told you I wore that, that I think Woolly was spinner. Woolly- <laughs> I don't no, know woolly what mammoth. you would say. Woolly mammoth. Um, all right, let's see here. So, Josh, if you're ever listening to this, I think you're going to win. I assume you'd win. I- I'd pick you, Josh. Poor Anthony. Uh, um, that's current Josh. That's Josh is more attractive. There we go. So he didn't even <laughs> Wow. <laughs> told you. Josh, you win. That's a fair um, statement. Also, never mind. No, no say, mind. It. No, say no, it. No, say no, it. No, no, you no. want to say it now? No, it's going to be offensive and you're going to get mad at me. It's going to be offensive? The child was... Well, okay, you win against Anthony. But Sorry, Josh Anthony. wins against me. But Josh wins against me. Ouch! <laughs> wow. Okay, then. Yeah, well, it's lucky we didn't put Sam in this category. Um, <laughs> are we alone in the universe? Um, in all likelihood, I think no. But to help me sleep at night, I would say yes. Wrong answer. Uh, now, I believe old school, old school was what event would you like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? Yes. 
And I did not know this, but there was actually a bid put in. We tried to briefly explain this to her the other day, and um, yeah, you've been living under a rock, my dear. I have. <laughs> I missed out on something huge. You did miss out on something huge. Uh- <laughs> um, what sport would I like to see? Hmm. It can be creative, remember? I know. I know. I have listened to a full season and a half. Yep. Um... I don't like sports that much. Oh, I know. I would like to see a professional speed reading competition in speed the speed reading Olympics. And yes. and how would that go? You would have your little contestanty people, and you would all give them all the same book. But I think that how would you prove that they've read it though? I could literally just get there would be a quiz at the end. But what if like you've already read the book previously? No, I was about to say that. Um... You would somehow have to choose, like, it would be like a freshly, like a, uh, uh, hot off the press book. Yeah, like, like just published, like, it would be like this book's release date kind of thing. And. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, it's interesting idea, right? So the other ones that we added, um, what was the one that lasted for all of three seconds? Who let the dogs out? This question is from before my time. Yeah, you've heard no. I, no, I've heard the song. But it came no. out when you were alive. Nineteen ninety nine slash two thousand. Oh, perfect! I was three or four years old, depending on when it came out. <laughs> well, correctly answer the question: Who let the dogs out? I don't know. Well, just say something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ben's snapping at his guest now because I didn't answer the question. Um, I swear there was another one in there, but it's dumb. Uh, what is your worst habit? I could probably answer this. <laughs> I won't. What do you think, my? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, moving on. Moving on. Uh, my worst habit. My worst habit. My worst habit. I don't have a bad habit in the entire world. <laughs> One AM McDonald's friends. I mean, that's pretty good in my books, but not good for the stomach <laughs> and the weight. Um, who's your childhood celebrity crush? I don't think I have an answer to that question. But you have like three thousand of them now. Yeah. Anyone called Ryan, basically, is yes. you know, on the list. Yes, if you're a Ryan, hit me up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I know a Ryan. Um, He's not very attractive, though. Well, well, don't. Anyway. Um, childhood celebrity crush. Come on. Probably post, like, post on the bedroom wall. Probably. No, no, I wasn't that kid at all. I had art on my bedroom wall. Jesus. Um, no. Um, probably like a Zac Efron. Like, I feel like... Cliché. No. High School Musical came out, I think, when I was like four or five. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel like... It did not come out... Okay, no. High School Musical came out like 2006, 2007. I thought it was 2001. Bullshit. No. Zac Efron's younger than me. Come probably on. True. That is it's probably like 2006, true. 2007. I remember when I was at Sanity okay, still. Okay, so if it was 2006, I would have been 10. Yes. <laughs> yes, you would have been. So, okay, no, that that is totally a fair... Okay. Oh, that's awkward. It was like No, wait. You said you liked four. That's incorrect. Zac Efron would oh, have Oh, yeah, it four. came out in 2006. I was 10. Boom, shakalaka. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a decent answer. I like Vanessa Hutchins and Ashley Tisdale. I'd go there. I don't like Ashley Tisdale. Well, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> Zac Efron is the same age as you. Wow. He is exactly... Uh, March, April, May. Yeah, just give away my birthday. It's good. 
<laughs> I just skipped from August to December. I thought you were a pretty good math person, Mallory. He's exactly <laughs> seven months younger than you. Oh, look at you. Was October seven months after March? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, what was your child growing up? What was your dream job? I don't know. <laughs> Did you not have a job that you were like little and go, oh, I really want to do this? Zac Efron's really attractive. Yeah, well, good good for Zac Sorry, Efron. Sorry, I'm just like casually creeping. Yeah, it's, Zac it's Efron fine. Well, Josh and Zac Efron, and I'm just sitting questions. here. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> you have literally become like the new Jamie on this podcast. What is it with Canadian women? <laughs> um, we get distracted easily. You really do. Where's my phone? Um, <laughs> the question was, growing up, what was your dream job? Yes, I don't know the answer to that. Not even one job. Like, you can call my mom and ask her. Uh, can we? Can we get your mum on the show? What do you th- uh, how do you think your mum would... What time is it right now? <laughs> it's uh, only like four o'clock in the Sunday. afternoon. Sunday. It's four o'clock on a Sunday. She might be home. We could try. <laughs> you don't want to do that. No, I don't want to um, do that. You don't want the first time um, to meet your mum and be on a podcast. <laughs> my dream job. Just make I... something up. I feel like at, there were like points where like I thought about like police officer and firefighter. You wanted to be I a like, radio host. I like those ideas. Yeah, there was a time when I thought that would be a cool job. I never really said like this is what I want to be when I grow up. But though. now you do. Um, now you've got a microphone in your hand. I'm sure that like as a kid I would have said like, oh, I want to be an actress. Oh, I want to be like a ballerina. I don't know. Um, Zach Efron's chest waxer. No, I don't want to do that. Oh, bullshit. You wouldn't say enough. The opportunity presented itself. Uh, All right. There's a picture of a penis. <laughs> that I was, is lovely. It's in this book I'm about to read, that people, if anybody thinks lovely. that I've never showing anything. <laughs> it's familiar. Um, All right. So, <laughs> can we? This just got weird. Do you have a... No, All right. Can I move on? Can I ask you questions? Oh, like... fine. Fine. Go for it. I was going to ask you some emergency questions, but no, switch the, the tables, little Miss. I wanted to be a radio no, 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 host. No, the emergency que- questions scare me. Well, we'll get to we some did, of them. We did a tester there emergency a question earlier, and it There's was better weird. 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 Yes, weird has the letter R in it weird. for all you Australians. Weird. It has the letter R in it. Hit me. What questions. Else I, ask you? I don't know. You said you wanted to ask me questions. You were prepared here. Yeah. Here, give me the emergency questions. All right, go for it. I think you're going to ask me the five. Oh, have you not answered the five? Ah, <laughs> oh, probably before. I can't remember. You can ask them to me if you want to. No, that's good. Wow, that hurts my Emergency feelings. question number 142. Okay. my Not my favorite number. Well, that's too bad. Your well, favorite number is 62? Correct. Look at you. You know me. Um, I don't know what your favorite number is. If you didn't have to murder one person at your work, college, family... But you knew you could get away with it. Which person would you murder? So if I didn't have to, but I could. I think so. Uh, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a quick answer. Poor guy. Alrighty. Emergency. I can't murder Nick because he's New Zealander and they've already got like three people there. And Colin's Canadian and that's a good thing. So you murder Noah purely based on the fact that he is an Australian. But he's mean to you me about my is. opinions on James Bond. That is racist. It is racist. I'm racist against my own people. Already, so am I. Um. (laughs) I don't know what she's laughing at right now. Emergency question number 244. What is your favorite direction on a compass? Oh, definitely north. Oh, better question. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you wash more? 
<laughs> I wash more than you. Yeah, you have like five showers a day. Yeah, and then I spray myself with like deodorant and you oh go God, off at me. Oh, God. Yeah, it's smell disgusting. too much. Yeah, don't you tell me on smelling too much. We had to open this bedroom door last night for a while, remember? <laughs> Question. Don't give a cauliflower. Number 334. <laughs> I'm offended by that number. Um, I don't know what this question is about, so we're not going to ask it to you. Um, the answer is yes. Question number 337. Mm. What is the best thing you have ever won? One. Um, I won two awards once I was awarded the best um, internet slash podcast by the Eastern European Reality Awards once. That was pretty prestigious. Twice. Um, Prestigious. But uh, I won a competition once where basically you had to write to the Carlton Football Club in 25 words or less, what does a Carlton Football Club mean to you? And I said something about family. I can't remember what it was. But basically I won a trip to any Carlton game in the country of my choice. Which game did you go to? Uh, Well, that was actually a bit of a lie. It wasn't of my choice because... I wanted to go to Perth, but they'd already played in Perth. So my next choice was the Gold Coast, but then they wrote back to me and said, sorry, we, it doesn't include the Gold Coast. So I was like, well, okay, that's a bit of a lie then. Uh, so then it was either Adelaide or Sydney or Melbourne. Adelaide, meh, wasn't really into it. I've been there. I like Adelaide. Sydney, the game was like that weekend. We couldn't swing it. So we chose to go to a game against our biggest rivals, Collingwood, because you want to go see a Carlton Collingwood game in Melbourne. And I went with my dad, and we lost by about 70 points. So we went to a pub and got drunk, and I met some Olympic swimmer. He was nice. And um, we went home. Oh, no, the next day we went to Comic-Con in Melbourne. That was fun. I got media to that. Um, I saw the two of the girls from Charmed in person, William Shatner. That was fun. Um, and then we went home. The end. That was a great story, Thank ben. you. Thank, Thank you, you very for much. sharing. You're, you're most welcome. Alrighty. Emergency question number 499. Mm. <laughs> um, no, we're not asking that question. Ask actually. it. Ask it. If Newton's law of motion is the... Blah, 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 blah. I don't know who Newton is and I don't know why he's the law of motion. That was why we weren't okay. asking that question. She thought I was dumb. Okay. <laughs> she thought I was too dumb to understand Newton's law of motion. Um, But I was true. correct. <laughs> you were. I mean, Newton is like... Um, are you okay? Like, you seem to be... <laughs> <laughs> Some mucus just came up out of my throat. Lovely. Was, yeah, I love how you're that comfortable on this podcast right now that you're just sharing your bodily functions. <laughs> Tastes very good. Yeah, well, I was making faces. Well, you asked me. Okay. Take a chill pill, full. Oh, this question uh, is like an entire paragraph, so well, we're going to ask it. It's about sex. Oh, that's a bit rude. Let's let's ask it. <laughs> ask it. Does sex with a robot count as cheating if the robot is an exact copy of your partner in looks and personality? Or is that actually the greatest compliment you can give your partner? And also the biggest waste of making a sex robot ever. How about if the robot is an exact copy of what your partner looked like when you first met them? Amazing how things can turn on a six sixpence. Sixpence. What's that? Like turn on a dime. Oh. Um, is that a type of money? Sixpence would be a, a British, like a smaller British pound. Cents. Um, look. Uh, yes, is, no, hang on, is it cheating? No, it's not cheating, because it's artificial intelligence, that's not, it's not a real thing, like that's, if I had sex with my bed, am I cheating on my partner? No, I'm not, it's a bed. Uh, if I masturbate, no, that's not cheating, that's just self-pleasure. But, would I have it of my partner? I don't know who she is, have you met her? She's looking at me funny. Um, 
I think that it would be fun to take with me when I'm away from said partner. Again, don't know who she is. Um, but at the same time, it would kind of defeat the purpose of having a sex robot because I can imagine if you were to have a sex robot, you wouldn't have one of me. You would have one of like one of the Ryans. So therefore, I think that like if you watch porn, you don't watch porn of me because who would? Um, I think that you would watch it of the Ryans. You know where I'm getting with that. So the answer is no, it is not cheating. That was a much more boring question than I thought it was going to be. And sorry for providing too much more information there for our listeners. <laughs> Do you think you have cried more tears or created more sexual juices in your life? There is a definite answer to that, and I think we're going to go with the second part. <laughs> oh, that's a funny question. That, that's yeah. a good question, actually. I like that. I'm going to ask that next time to the Premier of Tasmania. <laughs> hey, Will, got a question for you. Oh, goodness. She's looking at the pages right now. I am. She's she's intrigued with some questions. She's reading. I'm glad you know how to read in Canada. That's a new thing. Well, she's giving me a dirty look. That was rude. That was racist. That was rude. That was rude and racist. Uh, can you be racist? Okay. This is a real question. Uh-oh. We're getting deep here. You're asking me a racist question. It's ironic. Am I... So I'm a quarter Asian. So yes. yes, I am a different race than you. But are you? Am I actually a different race than you? We are both white. Well, I mean, we you have Caucasian. Asian heritage. You, but you, like, but you are seventy five percent white. No, 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 so therefore, that, you're yeah. majori- majoritarily okay. Caucasian. <laughs> that is not a word. Like, if you went um, to an Asian country, you would be considered no. Like, I'm white. White. Um, I've no, not no, looked no, at you question, once and thought you're Asian. My question was originally, it kind of changed during the thing, but my question was, like, you are a Caucasian human. I am also a Caucasian human. Mm-hmm. Are so we the not the same race? Uh, we're both, well, the, the race is, like, your appearance, what your skin color is. Yes. Uh, so so what you identify. You so you can, and I are both Caucasian humans. I guess the question is, can you be racist against me? No. As the same race you can be um prejudiced against my country true it's but it's, i don't it's, think you can be racist against uh, well me. This, this is a this is a like 2018 i think people have lost definition of the word racism so therefore people would probably define you as being racist against your country or something like that but it's it's yeah race is, yeah like and some people would argue you can't be racist against white, like you can, because we are the ma- the majority. There's a there's a thing, an interesting article I read, saying you cannot be racist against whatever the majority race is, and because Caucasian is, I believe, don't I'm not stating this as a fact, the the prominent race, at least in society, it is technically people can't be racist, which I I personally disagree with. I think you can be racist against any race. If you discriminate against a race, you are racist. I think it's I tend to agree with that statement. I think that But can we be racist against your own race? No. Well, you could be. If you had a job and you refused to hire Caucasian people, that's technically racist. Because you were discriminating against a race, even though it is your own. So I would argue, yes, you can be racist against your own race. Hmm. It's like, as a female, you could be sexist against females. You could say, I only want men doing this job. That's sexist. Okay. 
Look at us getting all deep. <laughs> First time. Yes. Never been deep with you. <laughs> you need to read another question. Um, I'm looking for another question, but these all suck. <laughs> Do you want me to choose some? No. I'm having fun. You are. She's a natural at this. Um, I can't wait for you to move your reviews with me. In a good way or a bad way? It's a good way. You I and Jamie like- should do them. You two just can perv on shirtless men and yes. Colin and I will talk about the real stuff of the movies. We are doing, well, you are doing a thing on Itonia. 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 With Colin. Correct. Uh, has Jamie watched that as well? Is I, she going to be maybe I can. Maybe I can suggest, podcast? you want me to suggest to Colin? Well, you keep talking. You ask me a question. That, well, because I feel like I should not spoil the review on this movie. I, I don't want to spoil the story, but then, there's, a, there's a knee incident. Well, she tries to take no, out Nancy no, no, Kerrigan. No, that, wasn't, that was not what I was going to talk about <laughs> I think people all. knew that in 1994. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? In 1994, I was not born. So, therefore, I did not know about this figure skater or this incident until seven. watching the movie last night. Um, no, because then Jamie and I can talk about the terrible mustache, and <laughs> you and Colin can talk about... Whatever you and Colin talk about. Margot Robbie's hot. Are really you? Hot in the movie, though. Okay. Emergency question number 164. Mm. Are you the postman or the letterbox? The postman. I like to put things in the slot. Alrighty. That got a little bit too... Um... <laughs> Welcome to the brink. Yep. You want the answers. Emergency I'll give you the Emergency question number 172. <laughs> have you ever been in a canoe? Yes. I have. Should I be surprised by that answer? Um, I was on a... Was Were you a in scout, Canada? Was that a scout camp or was that a high school camp? Um, I wasn't very good. Well, you got the correct answer because had you said no, I would have probably freaked out at you. Um, <laughs> Why did you freak out at Ben? He hadn't been in a canoe. He's not no, normal. that would be really weird. He's okay, not have been you, in a canoe. Have you ever ridden a kangaroo? Have you ever ridden a kangaroo? That's not the point. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. It's a personal sure question. You have not. That's a that's a four week conversation. That's a four week conversation. All right, I will wait another week. Um. <laughs> mhm. Question. That bandit is really freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it come dirty from? Dirty Band-Aid. The Band-Aid just appeared. Oh, I Good morning. Here's a Band-Aid. Please don't be mad at me. What did you do? Nothing. This is why nobody listens to these shows, because it's just girls flipping books, pages in books. Yes. That's the name of our show, Girls Flipping Pages This in is books. a weird question that you That's probably like might not know the answer to. Um, I am going to burp. Just give me a second. Okay, she's going to burp. Canadians burping on podcasts. <laughs> as long as it's not coming out the other end, it's a win. That's disgusting. Um, okay. Question number five in this book. <laughs> oh, I like question number one, but I'm not going to ask it. Ask question it. number five. Ask number one. What age were you breastfed until? Um, I'm assuming normal age. Like, what? what is that? Like one? I have no idea. Two? Twelve? What's question number one? Nope. What's question nope. number one? <laughs> Can I just at least read it? I feel uh, uncomfortable. Can I at least read it? I won't answer it. I promise. Just let me see what it is. Now you like really got me intrigued. All right, question number one. Where is? Oh, oh okay. The answer is yes. I feel 
<laughs> yes, every guy has. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like literally every guy has. What is that? Even Prince Charles would have tried to do that at one point in his life. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Can I ask the same question to you? <laughs> uh, no, you can't because I don't have those body parts. No, oh, really? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 we need some thinking music. Mallory we can't decide a question. Dun, 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 okay. dun. Emergency question number 68 mm. is if you could jump into a pool of something, what would it be? Water. <laughs> right, that was a boring, boring chocolate milk answer. Chocolate milk. Is that the Would you answer? rather have no ears or no dignity? Uh, well, I've already got no dignity, so <laughs> I mean, where, where's the where's the point in that? How do you sleep at night? Is one of the questions. That's uh, rude. I don't. I stay up for like all night. You know the answer to that. Um. <laughs> would you be willing to eat a bowl of crickets for forty thousand dollars? Only 40,000. And how big's the bowl? I love how you actually... That's a big fucking bowl. <laughs> no, that's how big your your cereal bowl is. My bowls of cereal are not that big. They're, they're like this. <laughs> no, they're way bigger than that. No, you have you have size different. You, you think things are bigger <laughs> than they are. The first time you said that. Um, <laughs> 40,000 dollars seems a little bit too low for that. Look, I'll just say yes, because I, I wouldn't... Why would you say no to $40,000? Correct answer. But I would feel like I needed more. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. I don't understand that. You don't Is know who Roger... How do you know who... Roger Moore was James Bond. He's dead now. Have we talked about the James Bond Because she didn't actually know that Sean Connery was James Bond, so that's a bit awkward. Who was the best James Bond? Pierce Brosnan. I don't know who that is. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> okay, that was violent. <laughs> Um. <laughs> He's being mean to me, everyone. Ooh, oh, emergency question number 180. Have you ever crossed paths with a serial killer? Uh, there's one sitting on my bed right now, I think. <laughs> Rude. Um, I, I mean, I've been near prisons. I've never been in one, but I've driven past prisons. I'm sure there might I've be... I've been near prisons. Well, I'm sure there's serial killers in prisons. You've driven past a prison here. I have. I'll have to point it out to you next time. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Um, What is your favorite color? I can answer that question for you. It's red. Mm-hmm. Can you name three occasions on which you cheated? <sighs> on people or... <laughs> <laughs> Only three? Um, oh, man. No, no, honestly, I'm not the biggest, like, like, a, like test school, things like that. I've never, no. Oh, we're I'm, back to the question, why don't you wash more? Why don't you wash more, I've ben? never cheated on a test. Congratulations. Or an exam or anything like that. Uh, oh, no, I've cheated on a, a school assignment. I've cheated on an assignment before. How do you cheat on an assignment? I was told I wasn't allowed to do something, so I forged a document to make it seem like I 
didn't. So I wasn't like I had to do a, a wrote an article on somebody and I asked if I could use an interview that I'd recently done on radio and they said no, you have to redo the interview. And I'm like, well, that's a bit stupid. So I, and they're like, you have to prove that you've emailed this person that they've like agreed to do it and you've got to prove that you've done this differently. So I basically forged emails saying from this back and forth from this person showing that they gave, that we did it differently. And the other person clearly didn't listen to the interview I did on the radio. So I got away with it uh, and I got a, quite a good mark. Um, so there was that. Um, I guess I have che- technically cheated on a girl before. And, um, I've probably cheated him. Oh, no, well, I've used cheats in video games. Does that count? I guess. I mean, yeah, you, it can. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm an honest person. Emergency question number 254. Who do you consider the best of Jesus's, uh, G- Jesus's disciples? Do you know the 12 disciples? Okay, is Moses one of them? No. Is Noah one of them? No. <laughs> Is, um, <laughs> didn't Charlton Heston play somebody in a movie? I don't know who that is. The fact that you're going off of me for not who Jesus, you don't know who Charlton Heston is? <laughs> um, for, I don't know. Fucking Joe, Sam, <laughs> Rob, Nathan. No. Uh, no. Isaiah. No. Mary. No. Um, <laughs> fucking, um, Judas. That's a disciple. Judas! That, that's not a good disciple. He stabbed that's someone, not... didn't he? Didn't he, like, do something at the Last <laughs> oh, Supper? Yeah. Okay, let me look this oh, shit up. Okay, Judas is the one who betrays Jesus and, like, turns him into the cops of the disciples. time. Disciples. Twelve apostles. The twelve disciples are... Simon. Peter. Simon's Paul. Good Hang on, no. No, no, no. I Paul and Mary. I, I think I can <laughs> name them all. Okay. Well, I might not be able to name them all. I can. Simon, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Thaddeus, Bartholomew, Thomas, James, Matthew, Simon again. Simon, Peter, and Simon are two different people. And Judas. That's sexist. Why are there no women? Don't ask me that question. Uh, so who's my favorite? Judas. He's the evil one. He's the only one I heard of. And plus, evil people always have more fun. Who's your favorite? Thaddeus. Um, I've never... He kept to himself. Thaddeus. He kept himself to himself and didn't try to stand out by betraying, stand out. denying, or doubting. Doubting? I'm reading Rich's answer. Oh, okay. Good who for is Rich. Rich. He's the guy who wrote the book. Oh, that's exciting. He's a comedian who basically did podcasts and he ran out of questions to ask celebrities, so he basically wrote this book for people to ask emergency questions if you run out of questions in an interview. Oh, I like this question. Emergency question number 258. Do you wash your legs when you're having a shower? No. Why not? Why would you? That's a weird question. Well, why would you wash your legs? I wash my legs. The water just rinses down your body and your legs don't produce smelly stuff. I just wash the parts that produce smelly smells. (laughs) That is lovely. Okay, moving on. I mean... Who would win... I don't know who these two people are already. Who are they? Tell Um, me. King Kong. Okay, no, King Kong is... You don't fucking know who King Kong is? I know who King Kong is, (laughs) but who is King Dong? I think it's meant to be a joke. Like, who oh. between King Kong and a king, <laughs> like, penis? <laughs> king Dong, because you'd get hard and just slap him around. Turkey slapped the shit out of that monkey. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say on a podcast. Move on. What is the most offensive thing you can think of? Don't ask me that question. <laughs> Dakota got question. into trouble on this show this with this is a one. Good question. Okay, Dakota's answer to this, and he legitimately did not even hesitate. He said that sometimes women ask for rape. That was legitimately his answer. And I just like, whoa, dude. Like, the most offensive thing I can think of. 
the most offensive thing I can I can think of some very offensive shit and I'm not going to say it on air because I already get into trouble enough as it is that's um, that there was a very ugly baby that we saw yesterday (laughs) (laughs) that is bad like legitimately this baby was ugly stop talking about it stop talking about it stop talking about it what is the best pie objectively the best one I don't want your opinion is what it says uh chunky steak gross I disagree well, that's not your answer. You don't have to agree. <laughs> you got any more? This, this is running long. We've got no, washing I'm to sorry. do. Ask me three now. more. Three more. Three more. Three more. Three more. This page does not have any good questions on it. Question number 409. Have you ever seen a starling? Is that a baby bird? I thought it was a bird. Uh, I've seen a baby bird, so... I don't... Okay. <laughs> Um, question number 412. What is the biggest lie your parents ever told you? That we were going to go to the Sydney 2000 Olympics. <laughs> or the still Santa angry Olympics. about that. Oh, bl- bloody hell, mate. I'm ropeable. <laughs> um, the last question. That is a weird note. We don't like that question. We need a good question. Do I need the Jeopardy music again? I think so. Kay. Oh, I like this question. Question, emergency question number 286, also the last question of the day. What is your favorite fraction? Fraction? Do you know what a fraction is? I know what a fraction <laughs> is. Uh, three quarters. All right. Because, I don't know, if I associate that with Australian rules football... Three-quarter time, there's only one quarter to go, so it's generally pretty exciting, and it's always good to know that you're going to get to the conclusion of it. Um, you've got a large portion of things, but you've still got a little le- left over. Like if I said, I 75% enjoy this podcast, exactly right. You would burp, and you would enjoy the podcast <laughs> for the most part. And plus, it's like three slash four, so therefore, it's like three, and the next number's four. And I believe that there's a good, that, you know, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, I just fucking either. said three-quarters. <laughs> yes. Why not? You you done? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll come back. We'll close off this episode. Anything more you want to ask me? I don't think so. No? All right. Well, uh, let's bugger off and come back and close this bad boy home. <laughs> Always get excited to press this button. That time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Getting lyrics and three few as per usual today. We're going to go back to 2010 right now and the sort of Prime Minister kind of maybe impersonations. Uh, Julie Gillard doing a bit of uh, journey. Don't stop believing. Let's hear this. <clears throat> oh, I'm a bit nervous. Oh, all right. Let's let's do this, Australia. I'm just a Welsh girl. Living in the Canberra world I took Kevin Rudd's job He ain't going anywhere He's just a Queensland boy Now he's really crying on throwing his toys I'm moving Australia forward with my policies 
Oh, look, a musical break. Oh, that's moving Australia forward, isn't it? Anthony, you're quite chuffed with that. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, listen to that guitar. Oh, it's great. Oh, oh, I'm a bit nervous. Here we go. In the top office in the country. It's really great in this room. An election now when we must get in and move Australia forward and forward and forward. I once said that I would play full forward for the Western Bulldogs, but instead of going full forward, I'm moving Australia forward in the election. Oh, Anthony, get into it, please. This is your time. To move Australia forward into the future, don't vote for Tony Abbott, he is wrong. Oh, look, Anthony, I must say that you have a quite a nice voice over there. I'm nearly a bit flushed, actually. Oh, hang on, one more. Working hard to move Australia forward. I even said lots of that in the debate. Screw the miners, they are gonna pay a bigger rebate. Maybe we'll make more money, maybe we will lose some. But if those people keep leaking stuff, they'll get a kick up the bum. Kevin Rudd, you are a dud. Go away and move Australia. Okay, oh, oh, that's enough. That That's enough. Yeah, there's a reason why we didn't really do impersonations very well. Uh, also, 2014, we're now going to tear myself and Dakota. Getting a little bit uh, Bobby Farron. Don't worry, be happy. It's July. Yeah, it's Commonwealth Games. We're in Glasgow, Scotland. There's kilts, there's Scotty dogs, there's blue stuff, there's Susan Boyle, and all it makes you want to do is click. Sitting in the opening ceremony, I see people walking in with their flags, click my fingers, at the calm games. Oh look, there is a Saint Bolt. He's dancing around and making a jolt. A same bolt. Clicking his fingers. Clicking his fingers now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Clicking, clicking, clicking fingers. At the Commonwealth Games. Dakota doesn't know this song. Aren't forget the lyrics. Clicking fingers now, right now, at the Com Games. There's not much else to sing about Cause Dakota just gave a really loose subject So it's just about doing one thing But I don't do one thing at the Com Games I also slap my knees and my head with my fingers <laughs> With the Com Games uh, Dakota, you go, have, give really a crack oh, yeah. I really don't know this song It's making me really depressed But I have a plan To win Forget the lyrics 
I have a plan to win to get the lyrics I really don't know this song um, Why? I thought it was the Guy Sebastian one So, I don't know, I really don't know Yeah. Telling my friends that I'm on the radio And they're so amazed Oh wait, that's not the right thing Don't worry I'll get there Yo, yo, tell my friends. Yeah. Alright. Let's um let's stop. Cause I'm No, I think we should keep going. No, I think Click your fingers. No. Stop, Ben. Stop. Oh Mark went down, what a shame. Stop, Ben! Cause when you click your fingers, you stop. will dance stop. and make sure that you're not in France, because they're not a Commonwealth Games country. They're not in the Commonwealth. The Queen doesn't like them now. No, Click your feet. <laughs> mm. Yes, anyway, uh, I don't know how that one worked out. And uh, that was Bobby McFerrin, by the way, for those playing at home. Not Bobby Ferrin, silly man. Uh, and the final one here, Don't Stop Me Now. It's myself, 2015. One of the last forget lyrics that we did when we were still the brink on air. Here we are at the cricket ground in New York. There's lots of buildings around. Here comes New Zealand. They've left their pointless country. In the US, it is so big. So try to play cricket. Try so hard Cause they're both not very good Both not very good Here comes America They're bowling a ball To New Zealand It's hit down for a single Another one comes in It's bowled him out America uh, uh, Have a wicket Oh no there is another one New Zealand are two for one And they really really suck Oh bugger, there's another one Oh no, New Zealand are now seven for three America is good at cricket better than New Zealand New Zealand think they're good Oh, but they are so funny Funnier than Josh Thomas Hit that ball, yes, that's their motto Try, 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 yes, you've got to try and hit it Because New Zealand aren't very good USA bowl them all out for 10. New Zealand come out to bowl. America hit a six. New Zealand are screwed. Oh, another six over the road. America win. It's a big, big, big victory for them. The greatest moment in America. Better than when Barack Obama became president. It's a national holiday for them. They're celebrating all over the country. Yeah! America, America, America in cricket! America, America, world powerhouse. Better than, better than Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. Better than, better than, oh, Bangladesh! (laughs) Nah. Always good memories, always good fun, and we know you love it. Stop denying that you don't. It is time to close off episode 60, or as I would say in New Zealand, 60. Uh, we've still got a Canadian with us. Hello, Malarina. 
Have you been called Malarina before? I have as of right now. You could have become a ballerina. Then you could have become Malarina the ballerina. Please stop. Is that not a good thing? No. No? What, what you know, nickname Mal? Yes. M? Yes. People call you Valerie? No. Only you. Mallory? Sometimes. Didn't you think, like, say people here but say people, that? People, not here, actually. Here people are generally better, but typically if people read my name, they'll say Mallory. That's pretty dumb. Yep. Um, Mally is one Mally. of What's the name names? that you hate? Being called? Yeah. Like a nickname that people go, like Mallow or Mallow Ballow or something like that. Um, I don't know if I have any. Malty Walty. Um, <laughs> Mallory. Nothing? I'm, no, I don't think People I seem to always do the like. whole sister of Michael J. Fox and Family Ties. That's what everybody... Yes, everybody thinks of Family Ties when they hear my name. And have you ever seen Family Ties? I have seen the episode. Well, okay, this happens in a few episodes, but I have. I think I've seen probably like two episodes. Um, but in Family Ties, the boyfriend, Mallory's boyfriend, will come over and like yell her name in a specific way and I can't do it. But that's like the most famous kind of like Mallory scenes, and I have seen an episode with that in it. And at some point, we will play that for you. Just the sound clip of it on the show. Well, listen to her; she's like controlling what's going to happen on this show. She's she's like I'm in taking, charge here. She's taking over. I like this. This is this is a good thing. Told you'd be good at this show. Um, okay, well, good to know. Uh, and we've mentioned uh, Foster being your surname. Yes. You have a relative called David Foster. I do. And if he came to Tasmania, he would be treated like royalty because David Foster is an iconic Tasmanian. So. All right, I will let him know that. You, Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you know David Foster, the music man? I've David heard Foster. Of David Foster, the music man, too. Every so often, my grandfather, David Foster, will get um, tapes and, like... Um, Demo. Demos, there we go. Does he ever get sent, like, axes or pieces of wood? That's who David Foster is here as a wood chopper. World champion wood chopper. And you're looking at me like... Wood chopping is, like, this weird sport in this country, and it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. We watched it at the show. Well, that's... It's a big... and See, see, David Foster actually holds... I believe... He, I don't know if this is still true. He was the first athlete in any sport to ever win a thousand world championships. Wow! One thousand world championships. That's a big number. That is a big number. Do you know that they play wood chopping on TV? Yes. You know that they put wood chopping on TV in Canada? Yes. No. Yes. Maybe. I knew a lumberjack. She was from America, and she came to our Royal Hobart show because she did similar things. Already. Are you a lumberjack, and you're okay? I am not a lumberjack. You I sleep, don't wear that you much. You sleep blood. all night, and you eat all day. You're not a Monty Python fan. You wouldn't get that joke. I he's a lumberjack and he's okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um, singing a song here you for you. have seen The Simpsons. Um, so, yes, this has been fun. This won't be the last time we hear from you, I think. Uh, you'll be on next week, probably. I don't know. You're nodding. You're into this now. You're down with this. You're down with the, the podcast biz. Um, anything else you wish to add before we close out? Are you excited for you? Can- we will record a segment tonight with Samuel and yourself, maybe Jess, at the cricket tonight, okay. and that we will play on next week's episode because you're going to be so fucking thrilled to go to cricket. Oh, I am so excited! To Who are you to going for? Tonight? The Hobart Hurricanes or the Brisbane Heat? The answer is the Hobart Hurricanes. That is a correct answer because you'll be wearing purple tonight. That's Not by choice, if anyone's wondering. No, it is by choice, because she loves the Hobart Hurricane. She has a tattoo of it on her shoulder. <laughs> Why would you laugh at me? Where did you think I was going with that? I don't know. Um, that was lovely. Now that we're both burping on this podcast. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. 
Thank you for having me. For everybody else at home, uh, like us on Facebook, subscribe, iTunes. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. That's the Oz Network, but you can download that as well. Um, and, yeah, we're on YouTube, I think, as well. We are. I know that. I don't know why I said I think. <laughs> and um, just stay tuned for stuff. Now, do you want to close us out with our closing? What do is you, your closing? You know our closing. I... It involves Should. oranges and sucking them. Oh! Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. That's what you've got to say. So, but it's the middle of the day. But it doesn't matter. You still say it no matter what time of day it is. Okay, so you're going to close this out. Can I practice? <laughs> it's really not that hard. Okay, I won't practice. Okay, we'll see you next week, Hobart. And until then... Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Good night.